0: Back on the podcast. Welcome back. Well, in the least surprising move ever, the Yankees did nothing. Well, actually they made one trade, but not very not not very exciting at all. We're going to get into it with Jordan G right now. And we're back with Jordan G once again, the unicorn. We are we're going to pick up right where we left off in terms of the trades that have happened since the last pod. Um, we talked about Cronin. I think the last one. Yeah, here, here's where we left off. Uh, Aaron Savali from the from the um, Guardians going to the Rays for a minor leaguer. He's nothing that really excites me too much. He's a, he's a back end of the rotation kind of a guy. What do you feel about Savali?
1: Um, I think it's probably a good move for Tampa. I mean, this is just the moves Tampa makes is probably the non-big guy. And so far, it works out for them. And, you know, why not just continue what you're doing, whatever works? Yeah. Kind of
0: like I said yesterday about the Dodgers, maybe they could, you know, put some uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, potion on Savali and turn him into something a little bit better than he's been okay got the D-backs acquiring Paul Seawald from the Mariners for for uh, Josh Rojas for actually in, yeah for Josh Rojas and two minor leaguers Um Rojas is a, is a decent guy but He he's, he's a major leaguer at least but Seawald's obviously the name here I think he's actually a really good pitcher. I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'd be pretty excited for him moving to Arizona. And if I was an Arizona fan, I think he's a pretty good closer. And if you don't use him as a closer, he's a really good bullpen guy. I like Sewell quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And it also goes to where the D-backs do need the bullpen help. Um, they actually, closer too so this fits well and especially when they're I believe just behind the Los Angeles Dodgers so I mean they, yeah, they're going for it it's good to see them going for it yeah and it's because it, it, I don't think they've you know might as well try to win because they haven't won since what 2001 I believe yeah it's been a while
0: alright Brewers got Mark Hanna from the Mets for minor leaguer. Um, Mark Hanna, I had touch high hopes for him when he first came in, but he really hasn't lived up to it. And he's kind of like a block, kind of a player for me. Uh, what do you think about Mark Hanna?
1: Um, Mark is actually a, a, a good player. I, I like the move. Um, I'm actually am in kind of interested what the Brewers do with both Christian Yelich and Jesse Winker, um, because both of those guys have played the corner outfield, so maybe Mark Canna goes to center field. But he and, um, hits for contact. I think that's exactly what Mo needs, and they got their guy. Is Winker hurt?
0: Because um, I'm looking at it now, and it says that is going to join an outfield that consists of Yellick,
1: And Sal Freelich. Oh, yeah, so then Winker must be hurt. I don't know when that happened, but I could look it up uh, during this podcast. Sure, sure. Um, Cubs
0: got uh, Jamer Candelario from the Nationals. A couple minor leaguers there.
1: He might Um, actually
0: be a sleeper pick. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of solid. He, he's pretty solid. I like
1: him. And and I think this was actually goes with, I, I forget who the third baseman is, but because I didn't realize this is actually a couple like an hour ago, he could actually play first base because Trey Mancini just got DFA'd by the... Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I could see that happening for sure. The Cubs... Again, another team that we thought was going to be selling. All of a sudden, they win all these games in a row,
1: and now they're buying. It, yeah, which, <laughs> I mean, why not? That division that division stinks anyway, so you might yeah. go for it.
0: Absolutely. Um, Giants get A.J. Pollock and Mark Matias. I believe he's probably a minor leaguer. I, I, if he's a major leaguer, I'm not aware of him. From the Mariners, for a player to be named later. Jeez. AJ Pollock used to be a a high-end guy, and he has fallen off getting traded for player to be named later. Um, Yeah, this does nothing for me. Pollock, uh, he's been toast for quite a while, in my opinion, and he also can't stay healthy. What do you think of uh, that one? Yeah, I
1: have to agree with you. Uh, I kind of wonder what they're going to do. I mean, I know they're really not that good. I mean, Jace Pearson is a, is the, basically their DH. You have Michael Conforto and Mitch Hanniger. So, yeah, you kind of want to get maybe a center fielder guy to help them out good defensively. Not with the bat the last couple of years. Yeah. But, you know, might as well just – go for it and see cuz they're also there too. I think they're two games behind the Dodgers. Yeah, they're
0: actually ahead of Arizona. So yeah. Yeah, I so agree.
1: I, yeah. So with with the lineup they have now if it can stay consistent and I also I think uh Mike gives actually is hurt. So this does fill in before once he comes back.
0: All right. Um Cubs got a guy I've never heard of from the Royals, Jose Quas. I'm not sure if he's out. Uh, he is, it says he's appeared in 45 games for the Royals, but and he had one star. He's a pitcher. Um, I'm going to just skip over this. I don't know who that is. I don't think it's going to be an impact guy. Mm-hmm. So we're going to keep going. Same thing for the next one. Reds got Samuel from the A's for Joe Boyle again. I don't think there's any impact there. D back's got Jace Peterson. Jace Peterson, another one. I don't really consider him to be too much of an impact guy. Like a lot of these deals that have happened, I mean, it was pretty, it was a pretty lackluster trade deadline in terms of big names. A lot of these deals were not a lot of, not a lot of names at all. Um, Next one here. Tucker Davidson from the Royals or from the Angels to the Royals for cash considerations. Um, Adrian Sampson and Manuel Rodriguez from the Cubs to the Rays. Again, I I mean, you could stop me if any of these uh, you want to talk about, but I'm just going to rip through them and just name them off. But, you know, I got nothing for a lot of these. Uh, Braves got Brad Hand from the Rockies Brad Hand used to be a name He's not really anymore He's getting up there in age as well His ERA was 454 coming into this year Or coming into this trade deadline So he's not having a good year either um, Rockies got Justin Brule From the Dodgers for cash I mean this is a, this is A lot of ho-hum kind of stuff all right, here's one that we can talk about a little bit. The Blue Jays got Paul DeYoung and some cash from the Cardinals for a minor leaguer. Paul DeYoung, he he's a he's a good year. He's a good veteran, and he can help he can help that team out a little bit. I think, and he's only 29. What do you think of uh, Paul DeYoung going to the to the Blue Jays, especially considering Bo Bichette left the game uh, yesterday with a right knee injury. So, this might just be a fill in kind of a situation.
1: Yeah, I can see. But even when he Bechette comes back, I keep playing De Young at second uh, just because I believe the Blue Jays don't have any faith in Vigio. Uh, uh, I agree opinion, with that. I think this kind of helps him in a way. Well, they still new... with, with Merrifield? Can he still play second? Yeah, but I think he's been playing mostly outfield. Yeah, um, he has the last couple of days. He, um, or they even give Chapman a day off. De Young can also play third. Probably put him as a, a round guy. Play short here, again third. Yep. Um, but you know. I, Move because Paul DeYoung, when he gets hot, he stays hot for a while. I mean, obviously, of course, when he gets cold, he's got to go. Yeah, on. he's,
0: not, he's only batting 229 during the year.
1: Yeah, but he could. Or
0: 233, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, he can I mean, he could play. I think last year when he returned from the uh, injury list, he, I think, on what? A three game home run streak you know, to help the Cardinals out. So, I think this will be a sneak for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays.
0: Okay, I can agree with that. Um Padres got Rich Hill and G-Man Choi from the Pirates for some minor leaguers. Rich Hill's he's 90 years old now, right? Yeah, something like that, but... <laughs> he He's like 40... It says here he's 43. It's time to hang him up for Rich Hill. Um his DRA is four seventy six. But um, you know, he can help, I guess, the rest of this year. Padres filling you know the back end of their rotation a little bit. And now uh, G Man Choi he he lost a lot of time earlier this year, but um he's 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 got some some pops still. So I kinda like the G Man Choi end of this for the Padres
1: more and... than the Rich Hill be that the uh, the padres desperately need i I think they're right-handed um if you exclude Soto like you and maybe and maybe matt carpenter as well but other starters like Bogarts machado basically oh, yeah. Just, yeah. everyone's right-handed so to have this guy play be your everyday first and a left-handed bat that's exactly what the Padres were looking for
0: it, yeah, it I think he w- he's more the focus of this trade than I think Hill. I think Hill might have been more of a throw-in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, now we get to the Astros getting Justin Verlander. The Mets fire sale continues. Um, We don't – I mean, we can talk about it, but, I mean, what is there to talk about? We know Justin Verlander was just there last year. It's like the Mets rented him for half a year and gave him back. So Verlander's back to them with the Astros. They're obviously right in the thick of things as well. So, um, th- you know, this could be a needle mover for them big time. And we know, we know who Justin Verlander is. Cause it's not, um, he, he had his problems earlier in the year, but his last few starts, he's been excellent. So I'm, I'm assuming, uh, he's going to be fine and slip right back into that role with them. And, uh, Look, you know, the Astros are making their move. They're they're going to be right there again, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you is a f- familiar face. He was, uh, yeah. I think, because you know, obviously he wanted. He said he said it publicly with the Mets, but then I read a report, a to Max Scherzer himself, who actually had his own press conference. I uh, the both um the owner and the general manager said going to contend next year. There's even they might even go uh, after anyone in free agency. People will look straight to twenty twenty five. So I guess this is probably both of those guys are, are gone in twenty twenty
0: five. Would have been gone, right? Their contracts are both up in twenty twenty
1: five. Actually, well Vernalander has oh, he has like, a, like option an option, right? Yeah, for twenty twenty-five. If I, I think if he pitches a million innings for next year, All right. so yeah, but I mean, like he would,
0: he'd be forty-three then, right? Yeah, I don't even know what he's gonna be at that point. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just think this is this is a more of a right now move for the for the Astros. And, you know, he could, he could be okay again one uh, next year. But once we get to 2025, you don't know what he's going to be. You don't even know if he's going to want to play. That's a whole nother ball of wax. But I like yeah. to move for Houston this year, even though I don't like the team. Um, But, yeah, I like to move but, for Houston for this but year. This
1: is, I also feel like this is their counter to Scherzer, Montgomery, and whatever moves the Rangers made in the last couple of years.
0: Yep, I agree. Okay, so the Phillies got Michael Lorenzen from the Tigers, another minor leaguer. Lorenzo was actually an all-star this year. I didn't even realize that. Um in his first time he, too. Yep. And he in July he's got a three fifty eight ERA. No, three fifty eight ERA nineteen starts, but a one fourteen ERA and five starts in July. So he's actually picked it up since the all-star break and, and include you know, right before and since the all-star break. And uh he's pitching really well. This could help the Phillies quite a bit, because they're also right in the middle of it.
1: Yeah, and this is also a guy that uh came out of the blue, because when he was Cincinnati, he was mediocre, and then all of a sudden now he's here with the Tigers and he's left Wasn't he a two way player? He was, well, yeah, he with, somebody... with no with Cincinnati. He would actually, yeah, I think he played a a couple games out in the outfield, but he and he also too because I think when he was with Cincinnati, he hit a couple of home runs.
0: Yeah, I thought, Cincinnati yeah, yeah, I think so. I think you're right. So yeah. we'll have to see what happens there, but I like the move for Philadelphia quite a bit. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're going to move on. Mariners uh to my, yeah, minor leaguer Edward Bizarro from the Orioles for another minor leaguer. Going to keep going. Brewers Andrew Chafin from the D-backs for minor leaguer. Chafin I mean, I know the name. I know of him, but he hasn't really done much. His ERA is over four this year. Mm-hmm. He does have eight saves, but a closer with an ERA over four. Those are not very valuable, in my opinion, or even just the back end of the bullpen guy with an ERA that high is not something you really want. But anything on him?
1: Um, yeah, you know, one of those moves that like it was kind of weird because you know earlier that the Diamondbacks made a trade with Seattle, so why would you get well, rid? Yeah, well, yeah, why would you give guy?
0: I think the reason why you get rid of your your guy is because Seawall is so much better than him.
1: Yeah, and then uh, a report that I was actually looking at his strikeout per nine is actually really good, but his walks per five.
0: Yeah, you can't so have that. this was
1: kind of a – we had enough, you know, see you later. We'll see you down the road. Yep. Yep.
0: All right, Marlon's got Jake Berger from the White Sox for Jake Etter. All right. yeah, Eder, uh, <laughs> Burger, yeah Burger and Eder. <laughs> um, I think it's Eder. I don't know. It's E D E R Eder. I would I would think. I'm not entirely sure. Um, anyway, he's a minor leaguer, but I like Burger. Put him in that lineup. He can uh, he can help out with Solaire and everything. Burger's an okay player. He's nothing special, but he's okay. Um anything to add there? If if not, I'll just move on. It's
1: fine. Um you said he, he is a good player. He has 25 home runs. I mean, they yeah. weren't getting anything good for third base. I mean, Gene Segura, who is a yeah, playing right. third base. It so this is definitely an upgrade for the Miami Merlins.
0: Yep, and they're also still going for it, which is good to see. All right, White Sox got another minor leaguer, Louis Patil- Patil- Patino from the Rays. Rangers got Austin Hedges from the Pirates. First. All they got from him, all they all they traded for him was international bonus pool money. That's all they got for him. And I thought Austin Hedges was a pretty decent guy, but um I did not realize how bad his, his bat has been. He's a great defensive catcher, but he's batting Wow. His lifetime average is one eighty nine. Yeah, and I and missed this... the boat on how bad he's been.
1: Yeah, he's he really hasn't been that good at All which I I don't know. I guess they wanted the defense. Uh, Yeah, well, I guess it makes sense for this. I mean, this was also probably a guy that I heard rumors that even the Yankees were looking at it. But I mean, you got two catchers who can't hit anyway. Got a third one, but I mean, with Scherzer and the veteran uh, pitching rotation they have, I mean. Catcher, so uh, I I think that I think defensively it'll be good for the Rangers to help the their starting pitching.
0: Yeah, to be honest, do they even need the bat? They're hitting so well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: All right, so you got the Rays getting a catcher Alex Jackson from the Brewers for another minor leaguer. These are all that's an insignificant move to move to me. Um. yeah he, he all Jackson, he's had a five game cameo with the Brewers last year it was the last time Jackson was in the majors so that's insignificant uh, the Yankees pathetic Yankees have uh, once again gone to a trade deadline and did very very little just like we suspected and all they did was um, they got Kenyon Middleton from the White Sox for a minor league pitcher. Um, To be honest, Middleton's not terrible. His his, um, K per nine is uh, almost 12. And he's a, is he a left-hander? I'm not sure if he's a left-hander or not. No, it looks like he's a right-hander. He's a depth bullpen guy, obviously. But he he's got his numbers are okay. He's got a two twenty nine two twenty 220, uh, batting average allowed. But he's a free agent at the end of the year. But um, it's a nice bullpen piece. I don't you know I don't want to begrudge that. But the Yankees need a lot more than this.
1: Yeah, and I I think it's uh I think it was a disappointing um trade deadline for the Yankees they should have gotten a lot more i mean I, well the thing is that they, they were they're, they're still
0: trying to cut salary they they're like a million dollars over the last threshold and they want to get under that they wanted to get under that with this trade deadline <laughs>
1: yeah i mean i i even had players that they could have gone for i mean I, it, it's just
0: would they would have had to trade a high salary though for him because they wanted I'm telling yeah. you they, they, they were hell-bent or I, I don't know if they got there or not but, i don't think they did
1: yeah they were up into- that,
0: cutting a million dollars at this trade deadline not not adding any salary that's why they didn't get anybody they're not looking to add any salary at all
1: yeah i, I understand but like the guys they were linked to were not making this much which they made to me, especially guys who could help them. I mean, they were rumored with Dylan Carlson, who literally has three years in the big leagues. <laughs> or four years. So he's not really, he's not making Aaron Judge money. Just Also, he's a switch hitter. He plays left field. And that's what the Yankees needed. But, in, yep. in my you know, you also needed a catcher. I mean, you could have gone so much with a catcher and that, you know, I, I, at this rate, I would have taken is not the, his old Even check with the White sacks say, what's grand dollars worth, right? But you have him for until 2024, so next year. He's a free agent. I mean, you could have gone so much either way. But, yep. you know, I honestly I, I don't. I You have the same that I believe nothing's gonna happen everyone got yeah. better yep.
0: yeah. <laughs> all right we're gonna end it there for this segment we're gonna come back and finish them up there's a few more left to do uh, a lot of late ones that were right at the deadline and uh then we'll wrap it up but we're gonna come right back and uh like I said yeah we're good we got and will wrap this podcast yeah. up and uh we'll be right back Okay, we're back. Jordan G., the unicorn's going to finish this up for us, give us some more information on the trade deadline. We left off on the Yankees getting Kenyon Middleton. Uh, I yawned, I think, when we were talking about that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Tommy Pham, the Mets fire sale continues with Tommy Pham going to the D-backs. For another minor leaguer, we talked earlier about the D backs that they're going for. It. It's good to see that they're going for it. Tommy Pham could really help them. He's having a, quite a good year. So, um, what do you think of this one?
1: I think it's a good move. Uh, I handed bat, which it was reported that the D- Diamondbacks uh, wanted, and they got him, uh, especially a guy who played all over the outfield. Um, and he's a good player. Defense. Tommy Pham's always been a favorite
0: of mine. I've always liked him.
1: Yeah, he, he's great defensive um player. And um yeah, I think about the Diamondbacks, especially with the lineup of what Guriel, uh Corbin Carroll, who I am a fan of. I love watching uh Carroll he's
0: play. he's great.
1: And um yeah. I, I think this is a great move and this is definitely going to help out the Diamondbacks in a lot of ways. If it, it just to even get to the playoffs, I wouldn't even see, I won't say go deep into the playoffs, just, just help them get into there. I believe he he's doing, he'll, he'll be.
0: Yeah. At the, at minimum, even if they fall short, at minimum, they're going to be in it the, the rest of the way. And, uh, it's going to be fun out in Arizona, all the way through to the end, right to the end of the season. Exactly. All right, Phillies uh, got Rodolfo Castro from the Pirates. Uh, I'm I'm good with uh, leaving that alone. Same thing with the Red Sox getting. Well, the, the Red Sox got Luis Urias from the Brewers.
1: Yep. Which is to me, I do want to talk about this because this one is actually interesting to me. Where are you playing it? I mean, you got yeah. you got Devers at third. Trevor Story's come back very soon, so Story's gonna play second. He plays short on that on that team, but I don't know. It was just an interesting move to me because I felt like the Red Sox that they were gonna go at it pitching, and they yeah. got the opposite. Yeah,
0: they didn't they didn't do much either. They the, the Yankees and the Red Sox, the perennial stars of the division usually, both did very little or not, or basically close to nothing to get any better and the whole rest of the division is ahead of both of them and the all all three of the teams that are ahead of both of them all got better. Yeah, it yeah, it's they they're, they're going to end up in last in Fourth, fourth, and fifth
1: place in that division. Yes, especially with what I think they're both teams are games out nine, ten, something like that. Yeah, yeah, ten or nine games
0: out, and they're like three, three and a half out of the wild card. But that's it. Feels the Yankees being three and a half out of the wild card feels like it might as well be fifteen. But anyway. The Dodgers got Ryan Yarbrough from the Royals. Yarbrough, he's hard to figure out. Sometimes I th- I like him. I think he's all right, and then every time I th- I kind of buy into him, he ends up just completely going the opposite direction. Um, so this could help again though. No, it's a left. He's a lefty, and the Dodgers they add pieces and they see if they can, uh, you know, help these guys along to get get a little better. But we'll have to see he's he's okay. He he's an okay guy. He's nothing cr- I, great again though. I think because Well it, yeah, he's, they're seeing what the what the Giants and the and the D-backs are doing and they realize they
1: got they they're not they got to get a little better here. Yes, but they also had a deep for Tigers for Eduardo Rodriguez and a but no He's like, I am not going to Dodgers, and the deal dead right after that. So I think this was their basically okay. Who else can we get? Okay, Ryan Yarbrough. (laughs) Here he, here he is. (laughs) Because uh, Raul Rodriguez, the Dodgers were on uh, Erod's. What was it called? The ten team deal that he he could avoid. Wow.
0: Wow. All right. Um, The next one has two minor leaguers going from the Dodgers to the Mets, but it doesn't say for what. It just says the Mets acquire Phil Bickford and Adam Kularek from the Dodgers. That's it. It doesn't say who the Dodgers got back. Do you have any information on that? The, the uh,
1: trade between the Mets and the Dodgers? Um, I mean, I, did see that but yeah it uh, from what I've heard it's the exact same thing with they never talked about what the price was. Yeah, I agree.
0: I don't know what, what's going on. But um must have not must have been another minor league or something. So we can just move on. Um, Marlon's got Josh Bell from The Guardians for Gene Segura and a minor leaguer Khalil Watson, Josh Bell it seems gets moved every deadline and every offseason. And the reason yeah. why I think is he's not very good. No, he, gets, not, he, gets, he gets, yeah. he'll, he'll he'll get hot, hit a bunch of home runs, and then disappear for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, but I but I know this is just one of the what ifs because, okay, I understand the Marlins got a first baseman, but anywhere with, with Gene Segura, what what are you, you doing? They got the Guardians got a second baseman. They got an all-star third baseman. Maybe he replaces Ahmed Rosario. I I mean That's that's what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, um yeah, but otherwise. Well, to yeah, be honest, I, he's yeah.
0: probably a little better than Rosario.
1: Yeah, I would I, Yeah, like hitting wise, yeah. I, I see it. I uh you know he is pretty good, and also he's he could he could steal too. So that probably be yeah. good. Like would you have maybe bat him in front of um, Ramirez, and Ramirez could start could get more RBIs that way. Yeah, so, I, I think I think
0: yeah. uh, this is a good deal. Like this is a good trade. I think both guy both ends got pretty equal amount. Pretty good deal. Yeah, it, right. it, uh, yeah, I think it's it's even. <laughs> yeah I agree Uh, Padres get Garrett Cooper and Sean Reynolds from the Marlins for Ryan Weathers isn't Ryan Weathers also another guy who's like 80 years old am I thinking of a different am I thinking of a different guy
1: Uh, uh, maybe a different
0: guy Let's, let's, let's check up his age Check Ryan Weathers' age. I could be way off. Chances are I am, now that I think about it more. Let's see.
1: Ryan Weathers. No, he, uh, I'm pretty sure he's a pretty young kid. Maybe you in 2020.
0: Okay, so I, I was way off. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, then... you no. Know,
1: okay, so, so he's 20. He's 23 years old. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he was.
0: Like... <laughs> I, I could have been more off. I must have been confused with somebody else. You know what? I bet it, uh... you. I think I was thinking of David Weathers. Remember David Weathers? I, I yes, I do. <laughs> he was around for a long time, and uh, but that but he retired a while ago. Anyway, uh, Garrett Cooper. I've always liked Garrett Cooper, and the Padres got a good one here. Um, where are they going to play him? Is he just going to slot right
1: into first? You know what? the more we think I think you could do that and slip Troy into the D I, I I maybe play maybe play the younger guy at first. But then I don't, yeah, this whole is confusing with the podcast. Two first basemen. Yeah, they but you they also have traded Matt for Carpenter two guys. Did. Yeah, and but you also have Max Carpenter who's also a first baseman. Yeah. They've got three guys
0: for two positions. Yeah, first base and DH. Well, Carpenter could probably play a little outfield. Then he play a little outfield for the Yankees last year.
1: I think he a little bit. I think, and also a little bit of third base. Yeah, so I mean,
0: I guess he could. Do I, that. I guess they could just they could just you know it could be just be depth and play the hot hand.
1: Yeah, or you can actually use um, him. Like I own. do like I do like Cooper quite a bit. Yeah, no. Cooper is a good player. I do, I do like him as as well. He uh, he definitely is a is is great. I would say because he could just he could just hit. You know, he hit for average, not that many home runs, but he does. He does. This is a good uh, fit for the Padres.
0: Okay, now we've got Jack Flaherty going from the Cardinals to the Orioles. I don't – I've never bought in on Jack Flaherty at all. He got hyped up for one decent year, and then ever since then has pretty much been garbage. And everybody still goes gaga over him. I know he's only 27, so you can always say you can improve him. But, I mean – He's his ERA is has been over four and closer to four and a half now, for like the last three years when he's played and he's gotten hurt as well. I'm not a big Jack Flaherty fan. I don't. I I know the Orioles are probably excited to get him, and then once again, tw- only 27 years old, he is going to be a free agent. But he still he owns a 450 ERA. Uh I'm not. I've never been enthralled with him, but. I'm I'm willing to bet the Orioles are excited to get him. I don't think it's that big of an upgrade. What do you say?
1: I mean, I I, I like Flair. I like the way how you know with how he was with the the Cardinals, you know, kind of. I, I think in the first time he he pitched uh, opening day was like an end streak for Adam Rainwater. But yeah, I I like him. I like how I think this could be a steal if he stays healthy. And, if he stays healthy and they can get him get him right. Yeah, I yeah I was just that, and I, I think this could be a steal. You know, i I'm kind of interested to see how he does now that he's on a well, I can I, I, I can buy into that in terms of I'm definitely
0: interested to see how it works out with him, but he has not been impressive the last few years. Yeah, For me. I mean,
1: yeah, I, well, I believe he also missed like half of us half the games the last couple of years. I think he had I don't know if it injury, leg, or problems. Is one of the two? I know he had problems with.
0: Right, right,
1: and yeah, and that could that could also be the reason
0: why he hasn't been right. Um, but the results have not really been that great the last few years, so we'll have to see how that plays out. But that's it. That's the last one I've got. Do you have any other ones? Uh, did I miss some? I, I've just been I've been re- refreshing my page what, here, and the, the, last words, the, the last one I see is this one. The last one I see is this one that we just. Talked about?
1: Uh, There was one. uh, Kansas City and the Padres made a move. The Kansas City Royals traded their closer, their closer uh, Barlow to the Padres. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
0: Um. Yeah, I must have missed that one. Barlow, I, I've always been a fan of Barlow, so I like that move as well. The Padres are stacking up now. They've got so they, I guess it's still going to be Haders going to be the closer. So Barlow's going to be an eighth inning guy.
1: Um, that's how I think it would there be, yeah, because Bader's actually old... have, yeah, B- Bader's a better closer than Barlow. Yeah, and he and he's also had like. A great season. Give Bar, um, right. no, bar-
0: Barlo, Barlo is the um. He's a bullpen guy. He's not. He's not the closer. He just strengthens the bullpen, and that's always a good idea.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yep. All right. He'll probably be an eighth inning guy. All right, but that's it. Those are all the deals. Um, I gotta say. I was really excited for the trade deadline. And now I'm just kind of like, eh, it was an okay deadline. Not a lot of star power got moved, barely any. And um, yeah, now we'll see how the rest of the season plays. Um, Would you be adjusting any of your predictions based on this trade deadline? The only one that I might see going up in my eyes might be houston because they got verlander back but other than that i think all my other predictions are going to stand the way they were
1: Uh can you say that one more time i think we lost you oh oh okay you got me now yep we got you okay
0: sorry about that um no i was saying um for for predictions did any of your predictions change also coming off this deadline the only one for me that might move up and might change a little bit is the Astros since they got Verlander back. But everything else pretty much stays the way it was in terms of my predictions.
1: I don't know because it's tough because Houston's pitching outside of Verlander has been bad. It's yeah. they've, they've been bad. But not getting Lance McCullers again, who I believe out of like, if they didn't have Verlander, Lance McCullers is their best pitcher. He's not. I don't think he's. Maybe in September, I think he had Tommy John, so maybe he's coming back soon. I I or doubt if, it. Yeah, but this pitching staff has been awful. No, I still see. For me, I don't think anything changes. I still predict Texas might. Still be the division favorites, especially if they could get their hitting back. If Nathan Navaldi could be healthy and Max be find a way to find it again. Yeah, I agree. I,
0: I still agree with Texas winning the division. I just think the Astros might uh, they're, they're gonna they're gonna be right in that wild card uh, hunt a little bit more than I, I anticipated.
1: Yeah, wild card. I do. I can see them putting them in. Uh, Yeah, you no, know, I, I do see them making the wild card. I believe that will be something they do, especially if they can, the hitting could can, can, Um, Verlander could stay like this, which he's been phenomenal his last couple of starts. Yeah, I
0: agree. All righty, but that's going to do it. That's going to end the trade deadline. That's our trade deadline uh, episodes the last couple of days. And I'm excited to see where the rest of the season goes. And uh, even though the Yankees did not do anything, I'm a glutton for punishment. I'll be paying attention to them still, giving my updates on them. But uh, I don't I don't anticipate the Yankees uh, making the playoffs, as we both said in our predictions. But we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't
1: have – faith in the Yankees, they're the same basically I don't yeah, think Aaron Judge is ever going to swing the end if <laughs> they're going to keep walking in
0: yeah and, they're just going to keep, because why would you not walk him because he's the only only threat in that lineup, everybody else sucks yeah everybody um, else is terrible you can't put Anthony Rizzo behind Judge as his protection because Anthony Rizzo Literally, since July, since uh, I'm sorry, since May when he went on this swoon, he literally is the worst everyday player in baseball. Literally, his he's batting since since May when he had to hit that tenth home run. He's he's batting like 140 since then with one homer. That's that's I can't even fathom that. And then, you, you know, you got him. or then you put Stanton. Well, yeah, Stanton could run into one and hit one every once in a while. He'll give you two homers a week, but literally not not much else. And he's batting under 200. LeMay, he was batting 220. The only guys hitting on the team are Judge and Glaber. Uh, and t- That's it.
1: Yeah, and I don't think they're getting any better. Actually, I'm just listening. See, if we missed anything. That the Yankees did make a little minor move. I, a guy named Spencer Howard, whose ERA is literally eleven. <laughs> <laughs> for who? Um, for cash. To what? From what? What team did Howard play for? Uh, he played with the Texas Rangers, and since, get this, since. He actually played for 3 seasons. He played with the Phillies from 2020 to 2021. He had 29 starts, 38 games in the big leagues and he never had an ERA under 7.
0: Yeah, let's let's sign him up. That that's a great move there. I don't get it, but he'll probably go in the minors, I'm assuming, but we'll have to see, but all right, man, I'm good to wrap it up, if you're good to wrap it up, and uh, why don't you tell everybody about your podcast? Let everybody know Uh, where your podcast is, and because I know you got it, the new one, that you just dropped the first episode.
1: uh, Yes, so my podcast is called The Deadline, and uh, when I went to broadcasting school, one of the uh, teachers suggested it since I love baseball so much. So I said, I'll stick with it. And so yeah, it's called The Deadline. Uh, our, my first episode actually dropped out yesterday. And the episode was ba- – I called it Baseball What Ifs, which were kind of referred to players who – I believe were hall of on the hall of fame before their career was cut short with threes or they didn't play them much. And right. yeah, and I I said this in the podcast. Hopefully, I could do it every week, or um, maybe try to get, uh, especially where you're doing like week out. Yep. But um, yep. yeah, it it dropped yesterday and. Um, it's
0: is it on Spotify?
1: It is on Spotify. Yes.
0: Perfect. Okay. So don't uh, check out Jordan's podcast, The Deadline, on Spotify. Thank you for joining me for ours. Uh, thanks for joining me, Jordan. And we'll definitely do it again as the season starts winding down, for sure. All
1: right, I can't wait.
0: All right, thanks, Jordan.
1: Yep.
0: There you have it, the Unicorn Jordan and his take along with my own take on what's been going on with the trade deadline today. It is not over. These teams are pretty much set where they are, and that's going to be where they stay in terms of their roster the rest of the way, other than maybe some call-ups and, of course, the September call-ups. But, um, yeah, as for the Yankees, it's just a disaster, and they did nothing. So they're going to stand pat, kind of what I thought. I was hoping that maybe it would be something different, but it is what it is. Anyway, hopefully you enjoyed that one. Please join me over on Perks Recap over on YouTube. Uh, having a lot of fun over there doing our music reactions there. Five, six, sometimes seven in a week. And uh, hopefully you enjoy those as well. Until next time, I will see you later.